Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz and a slight tangent. That's being a football hipster, isn't it? Making up kind of weird names. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Time to turn our attention to the weekend's action in the hurling and plenty of it too we have Aidan Taggy Fogarty on the line with us this morning morning Taggy how are things? Shane how are you? How are things? Keeping well thanks for joining us just to run people through the, the fixtures we have to look forward to this weekend in the small ball Saturday we have the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship around 1 uh, Antrim Dublin at Corrigan Park at 2 o'clock you have Galway Wexford at Pierce Stadium at half past 4 and then at 6 it's Kilkenny Westmeath at Nolan Park from 6 uh, plenty of action the Joe McDonough as well Kildare Kerry uh, Carlo Leach and Offaly Down there's Christy Ring Nicky Rackard and Laurie Maher Plenty of action also on Saturday and then on Sunday. Uh, also Laurie Maher, Christy Ring action, but uh, the attention mainly will be on the Munster Senior Hurling Championship around one. It's Waterford versus Limerick at the FPD Semple Stadium from two o'clock. And after that, four o'clock, Clare versus Tip at Cusick Park in Ennis. So loads to look forward to uh, this weekend. Tigerty, I just wanted to get your thoughts first, Tigerty. Uh, a little bit of concerning news coming out of your own county this morning. The back of the Irish Independent, uh, Michael Verney has a piece on Billy Drennan uh, and a potential... Uh, injury blow for Billy Drennan it seems like a leg injury uh, that fears growing that this injury could end his summer which would be uh, a massive blow for Derek Ling and, and Kilkenny two goals and 70 points Drennan scored in the league he scored 212 tw- for the under 20s against Galway just last weekend um, this will be a massive blow Taggarty if, uh, if if he's out for the season yeah, Shane. Um, I just heard this morning has got a technical staff there saying that um, he, he could be out. I don't know the ins and outs of it. As I said, you nearly know more than I do there on, on the back piece of the independent there. Um, huge blow for Kilkenny if it is. Um, now, in saying that, um, Billy has been excellent during the league. Um, phenomenal. He was on the freeze and he was our, he was our find of the league, really, uh, if you look at it. Um, Derek was obviously looking for players. Uh, he captained uh, um, under 20 last year. Like, super hurler. Um, and it's an awful shame if, if he is out now when it comes to championship he saw him in the in the league final uh, I thought myself the big question mark about Billy Drennan was he's brilliant on the freeze but what does he contribute from play uh, in my opinion he was excellent up to the league final and, and that's fair enough you're playing an excellent Limerick team uh, and he wasn't really shown from play so the, the big question mark was you know what was he going to contribute without taking the freeze and then of course with TJRE coming back in question was will TJ be on the freeze will he not so if he's out obviously TJ will be on the freeze I think myself TJ will be on the freeze myself anyway um, but it'd be a massive blow because Billy Drennan has been superb and he has been superb during the league and the likes of that Shane the likes of a fellow coming on like you're not going to be expecting Billy Drennan to be come up and scoring 1-8 1-9 in championship 4 or 5 points in play realistically what you want from a player like that what Derek be looking for is you know a player just to gel in and make a little bit of a difference and when the ball is going into his kind of area just to make it stick a little bit, you know, just on one or two points, not to be, you know, dictating the game at all whatsoever, but to play along the side that the likes of Mullen, TJ Reid, you know, uh, Mossy Keown, these lads, and just to fit in nicely and, and makes some sort of a, just a different type of a player, something different for the other teams to play for. And that's the aspect really that will be missing if Billy Drennan is injured. Uh, one of the big games I suppose to focus on, Taggarty, Taggy, is... Um... What about Limerick? And, and I mean, where Limerick are at, we know where they're at. And, and every team is kind of bigging them up and they're all in this together, I think was the quote David Burke was using on the back page of some of the, the papers this morning. Um, is there a blueprint whatsoever in how to beat Limerick? Like, what do Waterford do this weekend? 
Well, that's the conundrum, Shane. Uh, we don't know. You hit the nail on the head. We know exactly what Limerick are going to do. Limerick, you know, they've been talked about, they've been analysed, they've been dissected. They have a super panel. They're a better team this year than they were the last couple of years. You know, their strength and depth, huge. So the question is on that game is what is Waterford? What are Waterford going to come with? They didn't take the league serious. Um, they were playing a very defensive-looking system. They played one up front. Uh, Kylie was up front there. I was at the Kilkenny game. It was a terrible game, Kilkenny-Watford. And Watford didn't look like they wanted to win it. Kilkenny just kind of went on and won it for the sake of it kind of thing. And that's the way it looked like. Uh, so the, the big question is, what is Watford going to come with? They went off to Portugal for a training camp. I was just reading the Independence Mar and Jamie Barron about how it's changed over the over the course of the six months between Liam Cal and Seth. That it's gone very tactical, very analysing um, certain things. Uh, you know how how we're going to play. So realistically, it's how Watford are going to set up and how Limerick are going to deal with that because Watford are at the minute are are the unknown. Davy Fitz have been playing them down. Uh, you know, saying we a lot of work to do. In my opinion, that's a bit of tactics in in, in my own sense because Watford aren't a bad team. They're not like this time last year. We were saying Watford were the ones to put it up to to Limerick. They have phenomenal players. They went two twenty one, I think, to thirty points in the first round of the championship last year mm. to Limerick. They were only three points off them, so they're not too far off the mark. And the problem is with Limerick is what to expect, like. What um, David Fitz is going to want to do, he's going to want to upset Limerick, take him, drag him out of position, you know, pull him all over the pitch and, and, and put on their running game. Now, the problem with that is Limerick are so used to it. And the thing that Limerick is, and I don't know people, people have kind of mentioned it a small bit, is they get to grips with the team at half time. We've seen in COVID with the water breaks, how exceptional after the water breaks Limerick were because they're, and they're anal- whatever they're doing in their analysis team, I see laptops out in the league final. You know, Paul Connerk obviously has been spoke about. They seem to do to relative the problem, uh, put their finger on it and rectify it in the second half. So the thing for me is, I can't see this Waterford Limerick game being a spectacle as in a super game, but I can see it being a grafting kind of game. And then the second half, Limerick kind of get in the terms of what way Waterford are going to play and come out and, and kind of get over the line. But like, they're, they're serious players like Caelan Lines, Hutchison, Jack Fagan. Prunty on Galan, you know, Prunty always takes on Galan, Tyg de Burke on Keane Lynch. Like, just really, really good matchups here. So, I think it, it, it'll be a, a tactical kind of a battle, if you get me. It, like, I think, Tag, just watching, watching Limerick close up, it's like probably the best standard of hurling in terms of you've ever seen, really, in terms of their physicality, their athleticism, and so on and so forth. Is there any concern within hurling when you look at the football championship this year that you've so many teams, like, realistically, that could, could win the All Ireland? I think you could nearly see, stretch to six or seven teams in with some sort of a shout that, um, hurling's in a situation now where, uh, Limerick could literally obliterate teams left, right and centre and just make this a very uninteresting championship. Is there any fear in hurling about that? Yeah, yeah, of course there is. Um, Limerick have blown away everybody nearly this year so far in, in, in the league. Now, albeit, the league is totally different in hurling now. Um, no, as far as I can see, uh, teams put very little interest in it. They, they try out players, they try, they try different things. But definitely Limerick are on a cusp of a wave at the minute. They Just everything is clicking for them. I think it's the first time ever they, they have no injuries whatsoever. There's 37 players on the panel. Um, they're all going to train. They're all fighting for places. It's becoming to a stage where they're just being competitive inside the camp. And that's a great place to be. You know, you talk about motivation. Motivation about getting on the team. Because people say, all oh, places are up for grabs. But that Limerick team is pretty much the same Limerick team that has been going for the last three, four, five years. 
But the thing is, if anyone drops their standards, that's when people get in. And so Limerick do not want to stop their standards. And there is a fear factor out there that, yes, this championship will be just a mundane and Limerick will just blow them all away. But that's the joys of sport because you just don't know. Last year, we were kind of saying the same thing. Um, but in the Munster final, you know, uh, Clare uh, put into a, a draw after full-time 70 minutes. No, just a cracking spectacle. Uh, Galway in the semi-final came really, really close to him. Kenny weren't too far off him either. So there is that kind of sense of Limerick will just walk the championship. But then again, I kind of look at it and say, championship is championship. There's always upsets. And the thing with Limerick is, if you beat them once, you mightn't catch them again. So I'm hoping they come through Munster <laughs> unbeaten and then they might get caught in a semi-final and be knocked out so they can't regroup. That's what I'm hoping. And just David Burke as well quoted, obviously, in the papers today, saying he felt that Galway really had Limerick actually kind of... Fit. Their body language, they were a little bit rattled in the second half last year. And then David Burke was on to say, um, I think Henry has a better panel this year, almost talking Galway up. Where are Galway at? I think Galway are, are, are very, very close. Um, I was thinking about that myself, and I was looking at it, and I said... Maybe back in my time when teams were playing us, uh, there, was a, there was, was one team that always thought they could take us down, and that was Tipperary. First of all, they, they had the tradition, and I suppose maybe, for want of a better word, they were nearly cocky enough to believe that they could take us down, and they have, and they did. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, and that, that real kind of sense of belief. So what other teams is, do they really believe they can beat the Slimmer team? Do Cork really believe it? I'm not too sure. Waterford, Wexford, you know, Dublin, you know, I'm not too sure. But I think Galway, behind it all, believe they can do it because they have the physicality, they have the players, they are their second year in with Henry Shefflin. Um they, they, a lot of them players, the likes of uh Dahi Burke, um, you know, Grow McInerney, these lads are coming toward the end, you know, the latter end of the stages of the careers. So if they're going to do it, perhaps this is the year to do it. And the thing with Galway is they flatter and deceive sometimes. As we said, we're having this conversation again, I had it last year, the year before, Galway are the team that could do it. And I think with Galway they nearly need to throw off the shackles. And they need to get a little bit ruthless. And when they have teams, you know, pinned down, they need to really put the, the pressure on and put them away in games. You know, just get that really ruthless edge. And I think get a team spirit going. You know, there's a, there's a team spirit in teams when they win our Ireland and when they get over the line, you know, in real crunch matches. And that team spirit is kind of like can't be broken. That, that kind of a real spirit. Brian Cody was talked about it beforehand about, you know, that, that unbreakable kind of a team spirit. And I think Shefflin needs to work on that a small bit. Uh, we, the club scene up there, the, the, it's toxic at times. And I wonder about Galway, like, really as a four, as a whole team, do they really buy into each other on the field? Uh, you know, maybe when the championship is over, do they go off, you know, go for a few pints themselves? Do they ring each other? Do, are, they, are they buddies off the field? You know, mm. if they bring that together, get a real kind of a drive, Galway could be the team. And also Clare, I, I have a sneak feeling for Clare as well. Like Clare in the league, they've never took the league uh, um, uh, seriously, in, in my opinion. But you know, championship Clare do well in championship. Clare have won the last eight championship games uh, from twelve, and they topped the table last year. Like Brian Lawn is a, not bad, you know, in, in a serious, serious competition. Like Munster is a serious competition, uh, but they just need that little extra belief when they get to the Ireland series of getting over the line. They seem to have Munster nearly kind of cracked. Uh, but they're there together a while as well. And Brian Lawn, I, I rate Brian Lawn um, highly. I think, you know, he's he's down to earth. He gets a drive out of him. And, you know, you have players coming back into that Clare team as well. Uh, they, they found uh, they found a couple of players uh, this year, I, I feel. Um, 
you know, Aidan McCarthy is after coming back as well. Uh, he's a massive addition. Mark Rogers, Adam Hogan, um, you know, these kind of guys. And then you could have a forward line of Tony Kenny, uh, Shane O'Donnell, Aidan McCarthy, <laughs> David Reed, Ian Galvin, Aaron Shanahan, you know, Peter Duggan. They're not too far Decent. off as well if they yeah. just get it right. 100%. That's, uh, yeah, that's one of the games I'm, I'm most looking forward to this weekend. Claire Tip, Cusick Park and Ennis at 4 o'clock. And of course, it's a neutral venue for Waterford Limerick because Walsh Park unavailable for them. So simple stadium it is. Taggy, enjoy the action this weekend. Thanks as always for hopping on. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.